welcome to the Diocesan Digest, a news outlet for the Episcopal Diocese of Oklahoma. I'm your host, Sarah Smith, Coordinator of Media. In these short episodes, we will share the latest news, ministry stories, clergy, spotlights, and much more about the Diocese of Oklahoma each week. If you or your congregation wants to share a ministry story or other important news item, or even a particular topic you want to see covered on the podcast, please contact me at smith at epiok.org. Before we get started, y'all, the 82nd Annual Diocesan Convention Registration is now open. We highly encourage folks to register online at epiok.org slash diocesan convention. We even made a really great video tutorial on how to sign up online. The wonderful Leslie Graft, our executive assistant to the bishop, walks us through exactly how to navigate the online form. Hope y'all find that helpful. Okay, let's get right into this week's podcast featuring Father Jeff Houston and Sandra Apolka. Both Jeff and Sandra are longtime St. Crispinites. They both grew up going to camp, becoming CITs, then counselors, and now they are both deans at camp. I have separate conversations with them, both about their experiences at camp, especially around the importance of formation and worship, and where they encounter God the most at camp. I'm delighted to share this rich conversation with you all about our amazing summer camp at St. Crispin's. Hope you all enjoy. Here we go. Well, Father Jeff, why don't you explain to the world what, what you do for a living, first of all, where you serve, and what your role was at St. Crispin's this summer. All right. Well, I'm the... Um assistant priest at St. Andrew's Episcopal Church in Stillwater, uh, but my primary work is the, is the campus ministry at Oklahoma State, so that's, that's, uh, that's my main job. I, the working at St. Andrew's is just kind of icing, so. Right. Did you do undergrad at OSU? I can't remember. I did not. I went to, I went to Drury. Uh, it's now oh, Drury okay. University, but back, back in the dark ages when I was there, it was Drury College still, so. Okay. I was actually I was actually the first graduating class of Drury University wow. in 2000. So yeah, yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. So, can you explain exactly what the role of a dean is at St. Crispin's? Well, um, the the dean's job is to is it, as I understand it um, is to is to create the um, the program and the on the formation side of things. And so um, we don't have a ton of say in the, in the day to day. I think it's really neat how the, how the staff gets to kind of take charge and, and come up with different theme days and whatnot. I've all, I really, really enjoyed that. That's one of the new things that I, that I absolutely love uh, seeing the staff kind of have a, have a say and really get to be in the driver's seat. Um, But, but we, we come up with the, um, the formation side of things. And so we'll, we work together um, 
and uh, talk about what we want to kind of what we want our message of the day to be. And, and so we'll figure out how to incorporate that with, with worship and family group time. Um, and so we'll work together on, on questions that the, that the, the staff will help lead uh, for family group. And so we are, you know, we'll, so we're involved mainly in the, the planning of, 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 of worship, kind of when and, and where and what, um, and then tying that in with um, kind of the message that we're, we're wanting to get across kind of day to day to, to cover the overarching theme that, that, that we hope to, to, to set forward. So, Awesome. I feel like I should back up and ask you about your time growing up at St. Crispin's and why you've kept going, how, how you got first, like, you know, into camp and just yeah. that journey first. Well, well, it depends, it depends on, on what part of life. Um, I went for, to camp for the first time in fifth grade mm-hmm. and I kind of liked it, but kind of hated it. And I actually didn't go back for, for a while. Um, I, that was around the time I got involved in summer arts uh, in Tulsa. And, and so I did that after from like sixth grade to eighth or ninth grade. And then as I got more involved in the church, um, I kind of got tricked onto serving youth board. And so that got me plugged in to, to meeting some more, you know, kids throughout the diocese and uh, doing that when, back when we did uh, junior and senior high conferences. So this was in the, you know, the, the 90s mm-hmm. and um, when we all wore flannel and... <laughs> And, um, and, and so I didn't actually go, go back to, to summer camp until my junior year in high school. So that would have been what the, the, the summer of 95, I guess. And so I went from fifth grade and then I didn't go back until, until my, my junior year. Um, and, you know, I regret that because I, I came back in and, and I got to see firsthand kind of the, how how tight the community was uh, from my friends that had been going forever, and so I realized that you know hindsight being what it is, I I missed out on a on a on a fair amount. But mm-hmm. just having those two years uh, back in in senior high um, really plugged me into a community that um, that I'm I'm still kind of. Um, you know, reaping the, the benefit from just being, you know, nurtured and, and supported and lifted and loved um, that really, uh, you know, I just a couple weeks ago went and the, the guys that we went to camp together and a couple of us were on staff together. We went and had a, had a guys weekend down in Broken Bow and just oh, to nice. be able to, just to be able to catch up. And it, yeah. you know, these are guys that, you know, really my, you know, I, I, I look back on, you know, friends from high school and, and friends from college. And, and really it's the, it's, it's my friends from camp, uh, from St. Crispin's that, that really are the ones that, that I'm still in touch with uh, mm-hmm. on a, you know, with any regularity and, um, you know, where the, the ones that get together for, you know, for weddings and, yeah. and, <laughs> and unfortunately of late funerals. And, and so we, you know, we're kind of, coming full circle <laughs> right, um, right. On, on all of that business. But, you know, so that's really, 
you know, that's really what matters to me is that, is that community. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm not too bothered by a lot of the changes that, you know, things are different. Yeah. But you know, it's the community and I still see kids getting close and I still see lasting friendships being formed and, and, and nurtured. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I think that's still a, a highlight of, of, of St. Crispin's. Like I don't, right. you know, I, I, I think the new facilities are awesome. <laughs> um, and, and I definitely have no complaints there. I, mm-hmm. but, uh, but no, it's like, I go back and look at our, our wedding pictures and it's like, it's not the, it's not the building of St. Crispin's, but it was the people that inhabited those cabins, my four summers as a staffer, mm-hmm. um, pretty much, gosh, uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty much all of, all of my, my groomsmen, um, I'm either related to or worked at St. Crispin's with yeah. and, and half of, and a half of, you know, Alyssa's bridesmaids were, you know, either related to or, or worked at, worked at camp with. So that's, it's just a huge part of, um, of both, you know, Alyssa and, and my life. And, mm-hmm. and so, so yeah, so it's that, it's that, that community, it's the people uh, that make it uh, what it is for me and continues to be. Um, and I'm really, I, I mean, I, there's no way that that can ever be, you know, repaid. That's, that's a, that's the gift that in, in mostly good ways keeps on giving. <laughs> that's beautiful. Community, community and relationships are, are the most beautiful way. I think Absolutely. God, God, God shows up and God works in our lives. Um, and that's, and that's what I needed. Like, and, yeah. you know, when my, you know, my dad died when I was, a sophomore in high school and it was mm. the it was my church community it was my saint christmas community that you know what i tell people that they're probably tired of hearing me say it but these were the you know that was a community of people that kind of held me up when i didn't realize that i was falling right. um and 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 so you know for all that's different out there i i still see that community um taking shape and, and, and forming people and, and allowing them to, to be who they are. It's, it's really neat to, I mean, gosh, I was a counselor out there for what, four summers. And then I, you know, got back and was ordained and started going out there as a chaplain and mm-hmm. on, on different, on different teams. And then I had to, I took a break for a couple of years, but with lots of new kiddos running around <laughs> and, uh, um, and so last summer was my, was my first, uh, summer back. And then I was out there this, this summer. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and I still, you know, that community is, um, is still there. And it was a, gosh, it was just an absolute blast to, to be able to, to work with, um, our, our deans from, from Stillwater, uh, Ann Bowen and Jennifer Sutherland. We have a lot of fun. <laughs> um, so that was just a that's just a the hoot to be able to, to to go out there and spend a week with them and and uh, have a week with some of our our Canterbury kids as well mm-hmm. is is a neat is a neat thing. So yeah, what what role does does worship and formation play at camp for you, and why is that important? Do you think? It, it it plays it plays a really important role i it's so beautiful out there just to have the flexibility to to like go and sit under the pine trees or sit in the 
you know, go down to the lake or to, to, to go and, um, you know, be out in the old um, outdoor chapel or even up at the labyrinth. Yeah. Um, to be able to go out there and, and kind of take, you know, where we would worship otherwise, you know, inside and, and to do um, Eucharist outside, to do, um, you know, Compline under the stars, mm. to, to, mm-hmm. to, to be able to um, sit out in the labyrinth and watch the sunset over the lake and, mm-hmm. and, and, and do, do evening prayer. Like, it's just, it's just so it just makes it seem, I don't know. It just makes it seem more real. Um, because when we're, you know, when you're, when you're praying, um, to God and you're out in such a thin place to be able to kind of have that, that reinforcement Mm -hmm. of, of being so close to God, be it, you know, with friends and, and, and in nature. Right. The earth, like God is all around God's creation. Absolutely. Living and And, breathing under your feet. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, fire, fire ants notwithstanding, but that's, that's all right. (laughs) Um, And, and and so just to, just to be out there, um, I, I think is, is, um, is real important and and i and i think and for for our week it, it was still a you know it was a it was a big a big part and you know formation wise just to you know be able to you know sitting there with junior high kids and just being able to be honest with them and be real and just talk about you know god loves you and god loves you for who you are um mm-hmm. You know, it's it's that's not a message, unfortunately, that a, a lot of these kids hear on a regular, right. and 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 so, you know, we probably aren't, you know, getting way way deep into, you know, the the theological weeds, but just to to come out and be able to talk about God's love, um, and in a place that it's so. It's just so clear. Um, it's easy to find, and um, and and so I think that I think that it all works together nicely. Um, you know, you go out and you play games, and you run yourself ragged, and and you laugh, and you you know you 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 try hard, and you and you compete. But you know, we're all kind of there for the same reason. It's to it's to to have fun and to, to be in the near presence of God as we encounter, you know, God and each other. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't like, I don't, I don't think that, you know, that any of this is, is mutually exclusive. You know, right, I, right. I kind of feel like, you know, even when you're, even if you're playing, you know, playing games, it's the fact that you're, you're playing it with friends that, that, you know, are gonna, um, you know, to see you. I think a couple years back, we've, back when avatar came out like that whole that scene where um she says i see you Ooh, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah um and and that i i think to be able to see one another as 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 god's own and and then to to be able to live into who we're called to be and who we're discovering ourselves to be i mean mm-hmm. there's still a lot of there's still a lot of self-discovery going on, right, um, especially sure. in that in that age group, and to have yes. a, and to have an environment 
and to have a community, I don't think it matters, you know, what you're doing. Like you've got to have a space mm-hmm. um, for that to happen in a, in a safe and, and loving environment. And, and I think that, I think that, you know, worship and information and, and playing and just being silly. I mean, I think that uh, that all, that all goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, you know, for, for as much as it's changed, I, it really, it really hasn't. Mm. Um, and kind of in, in my view, um, people may disagree with me, but right. like I, I look at the core of, of what's, of what's happening and, mm-hmm. and, and people have a place to be, uh, a place to be loved and a place to grow into their identity as children of God. Um, you know, I, that, I, I saw that happening, you know, all around me uh, this week. Uh, and I've seen it happening for a long, long time. And, um, so, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any, like, like a particular highlight or story that sticks out to you about camp when something funny or, or a particular time you, you <laughs> saw a um, kid interacting with or finding God? Or yeah. I, you know, I, I think um, this, this year we had a great, um, I think we did Compline up in the, up at the labyrinth and the sun was setting and it was just, and we just kept saying some simple, you know, today songs. And, um, and sometimes you just get that sense that people are getting it, you know, and, and, and that, that, that worship for me was, um, was, 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 was a real highlight. And I, th- I think also, um, oh goodness, I mean, there's so many you know, seeing the, seeing the staff connect with the campers, um, seeing, um, you know, having a, having a, 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 a kid who's, you know, you know, discovering their transgender identity and, and it not coming up, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it didn't become an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but but they were able to to just be themselves and and that for me that's a new thing for me I don't I I don't you know I back in high school I wasn't very aware of much of anything other than just putting a foot in front of the other right um, but but to see now how um, you know the world the world's a obviously a lot different and mm-hmm. and and to have and to have a kid that and i and i won't say struggling but it's just kind of discovering their identity and to be able to do that at camp i think you know i don't know how that's going to play out but but it can't hurt that that at st crispin's there's a place where you can you can, it's okay to be that. Um, right. And to grow into who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I, I think that um, is it, a gift that, that I don't think I'll ever fully be able to understand and mm-hmm. nor will, you know, that kid or that kid's parents, but mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the fact that they trust us to, 
to have their kid out there um, and, and for that kid to be loved and, and welcomed and be, an, and be an integral part of the community. Like that, I don't know. I think that's huge. Yeah. Um, so sure. for me is seeing how it, it, it is seeing how it's still a, a welcoming place. And yeah, there were, you know, when you've got kids that age, there are going to be, you know, little issues, but to be able to talk about that and say, you know, we, we we've got to, we got to try to, to be something better. And this is mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, I hope that that's something that, that, that they'll be able to take home and, um, and, and maybe back to school and, and they can, you know, if they've had the opportunity to be welcoming that, that maybe when they need that time to be welcomed or, or they see someone else who's having a, a hard time, right. you know, fitting in, it's like, they see, they saw that in spades um, right. at, at, at camp. And, um, but then also to, you know, to see, to see people struggling and to, and mm-hmm. to, to say that we've, we've got a commitment to one another and to right. hold one another accountable. I think that that's, I think that's an important lesson as well. So I'm like, even kind of the, you know, even if there were, there were difficulties out there, it's like, we still understand that, that there, there's a reason. And, right. and that reason is the, you know, life-giving and transforming love of Jesus Christ. And, right. um, and I, and I think that that, I don't know, like, I don't, I feel like that gets through loud and clear. Yeah. Yeah. That's really beautiful. The last question I have for you is a really, really serious question. It is, what is your favorite camp song? Oh my gosh. Favorite (laughs) camp song. You know, it's, it's, it's changed from, 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 from different, from different periods. Um, When I was a counselor, um, my favorite was unconditional love because, mm. um, I, I played, I played the djembe for the music team. And so that, that was a song that had like a, that had like a breakout for the drum. And so like, I would, I would get to wail. And so that, that was, that was me when I was like front and center and, you know, hot stuff. See, I mm-hmm. self-edited. You should be proud. Um, <laughs> And, uh, and, and now, oh gosh, I, I think, um, oh man, I, I, I go back and forth between, uh, God's own fool and, and a million faces. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think both of them kind of speak to the, the nearness of God, uh, in good and bad times. And I, and I think that especially, Especially in these days, we need to be reminded that that it may not it may not look like church, and it may be hard to to see God. But if mm. we have eyes to see, we can experience God even in even in difficult times or in the places that we least expect to see um, to see God. And so, I think that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not quite to, you know, every bath I take is a baptism, but you know, we're working <laughs> on it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I, I, I'd have to say those, those, those are, those are my, those are top two right now. Awesome. Ask me in a couple of years, will probably be something different. But. Yeah, yeah.
All right. So, Sandra, thanks so much for joining the podcast today. I wanted to get into your camp experience, but first, why don't we tell folks, if you want to like introduce yourself and say maybe what you do for a living and, and how long you've been going out to St. Crispin's. So thanks for letting me and inviting me on this podcast. I appreciate it. My name is Sandra Polka. I am currently the Volunteer Christian Children's Formation Coordinator at St. Paul's Cathedral, and I work full-time in the accounting department of Oil and Gas Company. So I'm working for Diamondback Energy, and I just started there about four months ago. So great. Well. Awesome. How long have you been in the Episcopal Church? I am a, as we call it, a cradle Episcopalian. Excellent. So my mother and father have taken me to the Episcopal Church since I was little, and I started going to camp when I could in third grade, so after my third grade year. Wow. What, how big of a part has camp played in your life growing up and into your adolescence? I, camp for me, because I've gone to other camps, St. Crispin's was very developmental for me. Um, mm. I went to camp every summer throughout my entire childhood. So from third grade until 12th grade, I was a CIT when I was um, able to be a CIT. And then when I went to college, I worked at the summer camp for, I think it was three years. And then I've been a volunteer and now have become a dean. So it's very much a part of my life and who I am and a place, a safe place for me. So that's wonderful. What a great great rich history you've had. That's awesome. So what, what does camp mean to you now in your role as a dean? How, how has that been for you? So camp now as a dean is a place for me to go and share the love that I have and the lessons that I've learned at camp with the next generation. So I am hoping to provide for them the safe place that I always felt, the place that I, a second home, could go mm -hmm. to and find God and be myself. Mm -hmm. So provide that for them. That's great. And what, what role do you think, I wanted to get into um, worship and formation at St. Crispin's, because we interviewed some uh, counselors and um, Beth last week and got their perspective um, kind of on just the camp experience and what a day in the life is, but I'm interested in this kind of your role in, in shaping worship and formation and what type of impact you think that has on kids and why that's important for the structure of camp. So I think that they are instrumental. It is, as we used to say, a place of daily worship and prayer. And so it is a place for you to understand God in a different way we're, as Episcopalians, typically used to the Sunday morning Eucharist, but there are so many other opportunities for worship, and camp provides you those other opportunities. Mm -hmm. You get to experience Compline you may not have done, or morning worship, or noonday prayer, and so there are different ways to find worship, and then to develop your, your understanding of God through the different small group activities and the aha moments through that formation that you're given with people. I remember in college coming back one summer and I was struggling with life um, as most people do at the, you know, early college age. <laughs> yeah. And one of my friends who I was talking to sat down with me, he goes, you have nothing to worry about because you have God. 
And that is something that he didn't have. And he was like, it's so inspirational to see you working with children and to see that and to see you providing them with something that they know is always there for them. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> What is your favorite worship activity y'all do out there? Oh, I love the pool Eucharist or now the lake Eucharist. Um, oh. There's something about water in me that's mm. very connected. And so whenever we do the Eucharist in the pool, you know, that symbolism of baptism and of cleansing, mm. um, it's just always, that's been a great experience for me. That's awesome. Do you ever do Eucharist with the big bonfire going in the middle of the outdoor patio we have um done it in the rec hall a couple times in that yeah that fire it gets a little warm in the summertime but. right it might be a little difficult but I, I think that's the coolest thing about camp is really being out in in nature and god's creation and being so close to god in that way you know it, there's something different about worshiping outdoors than being in a you know, man-made indoor setting where your feet can't really touch the earth, you know, or you can't, you're, you're kind of cut off from, from creation in a way um, that just brings it way closer. I like doing stuff up at the labyrinth because you get a, yeah. a, a good view of the entire facility from up there. And so you can kind of feel, feel differently and sunrises at the labyrinth are amazing. So. Right, right. That's such a beautiful space. Where um, have you seen God at work the most out there? You know, it's the conversations that you have with other people that are there who are, I think that to me, when I sit down with someone who may be having a hard time at home and you can have a conversation and they, you can tell that they feel more relieved because they couldn't talk about it before or they mm. couldn't express themselves Um, and so that provides them an open space and a safe space. And then just all the laughter. God is Mm. in every moment of laughter. Mm. Kids are having fun Mm. and that's how it should be. So, yeah. What do you love most about camp? I love that I disconnect from everything in society. Mm. (laughs) I like to leave myself alone and really just dig in there and get, in with nature and with community and relationships that you have with the people like even when I go on weekends not at camp it's nice to be able to say I don't have service so right you can't contact me right there's something really freeing about not being tethered to the communications of the outside world do you think do you think the kids appreciate that like being disconnected from their phones you know, I think they really do because then they get to see what else you can do when you're not attached to a phone. Mm-hmm. So you get to play those games that you may never have heard of and be silly and not constantly be looking at, you know, what someone's doing on Snapchat or Facebook or Instagram and really be in the moment instead of right. being only kind of half there. So. Right. Do you have any funny stories to share or any highlights from from camp that have stood out to you this this past summer this past summer oh or or you know in your all-time camp stories um i so one of the years that i was out there on staff we had a family of bunnies that almost got run over by I say almost, so they were fine, um, by the lawnmower. Mm -hmm. And so we had rescued them 
And when we let them go, one of the baby bunnies was left behind. And so it became my camp mascot for the rest of the summer. <laughs> so there are pictures of me bottle feeding and, you know, trying to wean it off the bottle and get it to survive. Um, so that was a good summer. This summer, you know, the experience in the lake, I was really hesitant about, but I had so much fun out there in that water with the kids kids and mm -hmm. you don't think about the fact that you're wearing a life jacket or that you're in you know you know, whatever hesitations you might have and it was a lot of fun um and just being silly and hanging out with an age group outside of work and outside of church so. right do you have any moments of seeing the kids like like you were that word you said earlier like an aha moment with the kids maybe encountering god or having a deeper experience um, with the world around them? We um, were doing one of the days and it was, um, trying to think what the word was for the day. I think it was Shalom. And there was just a time I was reading a story to them called um, Do Unto Otters, O-T-T-E-R-S. <laughs> um, and then, some, you know, about like, you know, do unto others as you want done unto you and how to reciprocate and say thank you and say please. And the kids were so interactive that, and it was funny because it was about otters. <laughs> uh, and so a way for them to understand it on kind of their level and how um, you can interact with each other and respect each other and really love the person that you're with, even through differences, because mm -hmm. you want to be the same so mm -hmm. what what has been your favorite camp song lately my favorite has been since we brought it from I think it was from Missouri is a million faces yeah um, we want to touch the garment of the holy healing one it just really touches my heart because I want to be as close to God as I possibly can be and there are others I know that feel the same way. So, yeah, that's that seems to be a popular song. Everyone has mentioned that so far. Oh, well. <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, my second favorite is God's Own Fool, just because it has a good beat. I really like that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, why do you keep going? Why do you keep going back to camp? I, for me, it, it really is a place that I feel the closest to God. It is a place where I can take moments um, out of the chaos that is, you know, regular life and really just be connected and feel and see the nature of God. We were put here to protect the creation and you really get to see it there or part of it at camp, including humans, animals, you know, trees and everything. So. Awesome. And I love being able to give, give it back. It was right. a great place for me. So it's my turn to give it back and to help nourish and build those relationships for the younger generation. Yeah, that's wonderful. I hope everyone loves camp as much as I love camp. So.
Thanks for joining us, y'all. Be sure to sign up for the Diocesan Newsletter at our website, epiok.org newsletter. And follow us on all of our social media platforms to stay up to date on what's going on in the Episcopal Diocese of Oklahoma. See y'all next week, and peace be with you.